0: to make things like this easier.
1: Um, read
0: and ultimately enjoy educating your kids. And what's that last thing?
1: Have fun together. Did I do good, daddy?
0: <laughs> yeah, you did, sweetie. Good job. Homeschooling is the pursuit of knowing, learning, and exploring the world without the pressures of school. Life and learning. Become one, Julie Bogart. Welcome to the Homeschool Together podcast. Today is going to be a motivational day.
1: We're going to make you feel better.
0: We're going to make you feel good, <laughs> real good. We're talking about cheesy romance, Fabio cover. Oh, good. no,
1: that, no, not that kind of good.
0: Yeah, that type of good. <laughs> no, okay, <laughs> I don't think so. We will be talking about imposter syndrome. It is a common issue that most people have when they get into something new, something they. Have been told has a lot of barriers. That there's a knowledge barrier. That there's some special secret sauce that is needed to get into something. Mm-hmm. You know, whether you're a writer or, dare I say, podcasters <laughs> yeah. or Instagrammers. Yeah. Might, might I add, you should follow us on Instagram at Homeschool Together Podcast and our Facebook group at Homeschool Together Podcast. Nicely done. Imposter syndrome. We're gonna talk. Today mm-hmm. about eliminating imposter syndrome in seven easy steps.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's really easy to look at uh, Pinterest and be like, "Oh my god, I'm not that going to be. How could I possibly be that kind of homeschooler? Especially so, if you look at homeschool spaces. Oh yeah. I, I mean, mm-hmm. my goodness, you know, you look at these just beautifully decorated rooms and be like, I, "I'm you get, I, My house has never looked like you that.
0: You get it on Pinterest. I get it on YouTube. I get these YouTube moms, and it's terrifying.
1: Well, right, because you're like, I can't be that kind of Homeschooler, no. I, I mean, is that I'm all just, blown, I'm that just way?
0: blown away they can get that type of lighting in their average homeschooling <laughs> life. I was like, <laughs> I know. How do they? How do they get all this natural lighting? Some in? of
1: these rooms look like they're just a straight out of you know Pottery Barn. I mean, they're just amazing.
0: Yeah, I'll make sure to tell Ariel to post the pictures on Instagram of our homeschool room.
1: No, I mean we have to clean it first. right? I know we will.
0: It was pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's what happens when you have the convergence of a hurricane of a four and a half year old and a one year old.
1: Right. I mean, I think if there aren't any Cheerios on the floor in the picture, we're not really being real. Enough, the very, very so. sad
0: dog outside of our office door that's looking at us right now is is our vacuum human vac is our our poochy vacuum cleaner for us.
1: Right. This. Every morning before the kids go into homeschool, we send her in on a round of uh, cleaning up Cheerios and uh, Honey Smacks off the floor. So,
0: all right, let's, let's get, just be real. <laughs> let's get some motivation going. All right. Seven steps. We've gone through all the nonsense, podcasts, the terms, the methods, the requirements, the regulations. Mm -hmm. They all look like at the end of Indiana Jones when they opened the arc. (laughs) Now we're going to build ourselves back up. (laughs) I hope they don't look that scary. No, it's not that bad. Keep your eyes closed, Indy.
1: Yeah, I mean, we just we just want everybody to know, you know. Now you know kind of the, some of the technical stuff, and and now it's time to.
0: This is the fun. This is the fun.
1: This is the fun. It's time to start, and I know that everybody feels overwhelmed at first. I see these posts every day of people that are overwhelmed, and they see, just I mean, moms and dads doing some crazy, incredible homeschooling, and think, oh my god, I I can't be one.
0: Of these I think people. they're just overwhelmed in life, right? They have potentially job issues. They have potential, you know. Health related issues. We're we're living in the middle of the pandemic, you know. Right. There's a lot it's of a, stress. There's, there's a lot, a lot of, fear. of stress
1: and overwhelm. And then, it you know, you you worry. Do, do I have all my stuff together to be that kind of homeschooler? Is that what I need to do to be a successful homeschooler? And so, we just want to take you through a few steps to get you started.
0: Okay. The first step: breathe, breathe and, and believe. Yeah. Very very Tony Robbins here.
1: Right. I mean, so we want to say you can do this. You are smart enough. You are brave enough. And you are patient enough. You and are gosh organized. Darn
0: people like you,
1: <laughs> and you will be a wonderful educator to your children. So, if you don't believe it yet, do like the rest of us. Just fake it till you
0: make it. Fake it till you make it. I love that line. So
1: just just breathe. Take a deep breath. Let's all breathe, and believe that you're going to be a great educator for your kids.
0: Well, it's because every homeschooler had to start somewhere right right we all
1: started in that exact same spot
0: i mean everybody takes you know most of us have preschoolers or kindergartners or first graders it wasn't long ago when we watched those kids take their first steps
1: right and nobody wants to screw up their kids right and we you know every homeschooler started exactly where you are and we occasionally revert back there to i don't know if i'm doing this right so just just believe it and when you don't believe it fake it until you believe it again
0: well, and you know, we've spent a lot of years talking about homeschooling, you know. We've spent a lot of time talking about what we wanted to do, what we wanted to accomplish. And, you know, roughly 2 years ago, we started that journey. So mm-hmm. we it has it's not like we've been, you know, our kids are in high school and we're talking about what it was like 15 years ago when we started homeschooling, mm-hmm. you know. From from us to you, we started just a very short time ago. Yeah. In the relative, you know, timeline of our kids' education, and we were able to do it. It was scary at first. I remember that first day. Ariel built this beautiful binder. All the books were in baskets. She straight up interested me and I was terrified.
1: <laughs> I left for work and said, good luck.
0: Good luck, honey. And I was like, oh God, I'm going to get blown away here. And it wasn't that bad.
1: Right. I think you've got to get into it. You don't have to have all the answers right at this moment. So depending on the state you live in, you don't even have to have all the answers by the start of school. Yeah. Take the time that you need to to prepare. Don't don't stress yourself out by rushing into anything. Your kids are going to be just fine if you take a little bit of time and figure out the right path for you.
0: All right. They're convinced you're right. going to homeschool. You're convinced. We want you to find that inspiration.
1: Right. I mean, a lot of folks step were two, just...
0: Step two, find the inspiration.
1: Yeah. A lot of folks were thrust into homeschooling. This, this wasn't what your plan was, so... Now we're making the best of the situation that we're in, and you know we hope that you you love homeschooling and you find that it ends up being the perfect thing for your family, even though that wasn't what you were planning on. If if that's your
0: story, well, and think about it, we're living in very tough times. Mm-hmm. But imagine if this was 15 years ago, Oof. maybe we would have had blogs. There was no social media. Not the YouTube way it is now anyway. I, YouTube was a, I think, two guys in a basement type of thing. Yeah. You you have the ability now to have all this information and all these people just right at your fingertips, whether it's on Instagram, Homeschool Together Podcast. On <laughs> Facebook, Homeschool Together Podcast Group. You know, you have all this information just sitting there waiting for you on YouTube. You can follow, you know, other moms or yeah, other dads. There's Instagram. Yeah. It's uh, great. I you know, I'm on Reddit a lot. There's a huge, enormous homeschooling Reddit, mm-hmm. subreddit there you know, just unbelievable amount of information and people are ready to help you and share with you. So it's like, right. The inspiration is everywhere and it's free.
1: Right. And and we would just say, you know, find inspiration in other homeschoolers that have similar ages to your kids, just, mm-hmm. just to start. Right. And look them up on Instagram, look at blogs, watch YouTube, find some folks that you want to emulate. I mean, and that's how we started. We, we uh, looked in and saw, you know, blogs by by some great homeschoolers. We're like, oh, that's that looks amazing. That's the kind of family we want to have. That's the kind of homeschoolers we want to be. So first, find some inspiration. And this is going to help you, too, to refine what kind of method you want to use.
0: Step three, find the method.
1: Right. So based on the inspiration that you found, you know, what do you want to use for your homeschooling? Are you more of a literature-based curriculum? That's that's what we do. So maybe it's Charlotte Mason, Socratic. Maybe you you don't mind which way you start with. And that's kind of us. We have both. We're we're incorporating both in our homeschool, but you know, you know, your kid loves books like our kid. So that's where we started or your kid hates books. And so maybe you want to go with a nature-based, very kinesthetic curriculum. When you find your inspiration, then you'll find the method that might work best for you. Don't worry. This doesn't have to be your final answer, but you need to have somewhere to start because when we move to step four, choosing your curriculum, You're going to need to know, you know, narrow it down at least in what method or methods uh, interest you before you you go in to start shopping for curriculum.
0: Step four, choose your curriculum.
1: That's right. So So.
0: where are they going to find that? How are they going to find that? You know, what are you going to do? There are Facebook groups out there. There are YouTube channels. There are reviews. There are blogs. We have chosen a number of. Very simple curriculums, cheap curriculums. I'm not right. sorry, not simple, but more like easy to get into it. Easy to get right, into it via the price. We're not going to drop like nine hundred dollars on a <laughs> curriculum. Yeah,
1: these curriculums that we we chose are kind of not that price those nine hundred dollar
0: curriculums are bad or anything.
1: No, they're not. But our recommendation would be at least when you're starting out. If you're not sure about the method that you're choosing, you're not sure what's going to work best for your kiddo, try to pick a curriculum that's kind of a lower price point, either or, you know, free or, or low entry so that you can decide if this doesn't work for you, you don't feel like, ah gosh, I'm locked into this because I spent $400 on this curriculum. So definitely have options. We're going to have a whole podcast about finding curriculum. So, you know, stay tuned for that. But just this is going to be the next step after you've chosen, you've narrowed down your methods. Now it's time to start looking into some curriculum.
0: Step five, plan your schedule. Right. So this is the when. This is the timing. This right. Is you
1: figured out what you want to teach, and, and maybe you're not going to do a curriculum. Maybe you're going to do unit studies or something else. We actually talked about before the podcast an interesting idea. If you were totally not sure what method to use, planning your own unit studies and using different methods. So, you know, for these two weeks, we're going to do Charlotte Mason. And for these two weeks, we're going to do unschooling. And maybe you just try some things on for size before you actually make a commitment Which would be kind of cool. Kind of the
0: Russell Stover's chocolate box. Try (laughs) try them all. See which one works. Right. right. The one with the cream filling is the right one. It's terrible.
1: (laughs) I prefer the peanut butter. Uh, So, yeah. So, once you figure out what you're going to do, whether it's a curriculum or you're going to make your own thing up or, you know, whatever you're going to do, figure out when you're going to do that. Do your kids work best in the morning? Do you all sleep in and they're best in the afternoon? Are you going to do it on the weekends when you're both home from work? You know, whichever works best. Sleep in. Yeah, if you can. 5.45.
0: <laughs> if
1: you're one of those lucky people. Uh, so figure out which uh, which time of the day works for you or which days of the week. Oh, I'm going to only do it these three days. I'm going to do it only on the weekends, whatever.
0: And and know your yeah. schedule can change. Like, for example, when we first started, you know, we had the little one and she was a wee wee little one. We had to figure out how can I homeschool my four-year-old, four-and-a-half-year-old with, a, you know, an angry seven-month-old. In my lap.
1: Well, yeah, that was part way through our journey. I mean, we we started this. We just, just had our older child yeah. while I was still pregnant with the younger, and that was much easier. But, right, you're going to have to adapt <laughs> as your kids get older and nap times change and things. But, you know, make a plan. At least start it. You can always ad- adapt it again if it doesn't work out well for you. Uh, and not just the time of day, but you also have to figure out, are you going to be year round homeschoolers? I mean, that's what we do. We do take some breaks, but in general, we homeschool year round. Are you going to follow the public school schedule so that you can be aligned with siblings or, you know, so you're ready to drop your kid back into public school when, when this pandemic business is over, God willing someday. Um, so, you know, figure out when you're, when you're gonna, you're going to do your teaching and, and what your, your days and and months are going to look like.
0: Okay. Step six, find a community and friends. Right. So you you've know gone, what you're going to teach Earlier we know had when, inspiration, but now we're going to find your community and your friends.
1: Right. Yeah. Now is when you have to kind of, I feel like it's like uh, the inspiration. You're looking around at all the uh, fraternities or sororities. Now it's time to pledge. <laughs> you've decided. <laughs> you know, you've chosen your curriculum and now it's time to, or the style that you're going to do. And now it's time to find some, find some other folks. So one of the best things to do is join the Facebook group for the curriculum that you choose it's a terrific way to ask questions and get advice also uh find some they're going to be digital at this point virtual co-ops but uh, you know eventually in-person co-ops in your area with kids that are in similar ages uh that are like-minded maybe you're you know outside nature people all the time maybe you're folks that are indoor game schoolers i mean so you know find a group of like-minded folks because homeschooling really is a community we're really we're not meant to do this in isolation that's not the the goal um so it's gonna be a little bit more difficult during these times but do your best to find some other folks that can give you support and whom you can support to
0: and finally step seven which is my favorite just start
1: yeah don't don't suffer from you know analysis paralysis at some point you have to say my ducks are as aligned as they're going to get. It it may not be perfect, but Mm -hmm. you'll have to begin somewhere.
0: Yeah. And, you know, just, you know, as a a story, you know, we, Ariel's Instagram was a good example of that. She was kind of a little paralysis by analysis. How do I do this?
1: Right. I didn't know how to start the podcast Instagram. What what, should I post? All these pictures are so beautiful. And I just have regular pictures. How do we start a podcast? Right. We've never podcasted before. Please be kind. Just
0: do it. Right. Just do it.
1: Right. I think, Podcasting, uh, homeschooling, the same. You're going to learn the most. You're mm-hmm. going to learn the way you want to do it, the kind of person you're going to be by just starting. If you, if you never start, you're just never going to get off the ground. Yeah. So feel free to start and make mistakes and then just change it later. It's not going to ruin anybody.
0: Yeah. It's so important to actually dive into it, make those mistakes, make those errors. I mean, not every day is going to be a great day. Right. Um, some days are going to be amazing. Some days are going to be, just absolute disasters, and you're just gonna to have to scrap it and go go for a nice hike, right? I mean,
1: yeah, and that and that's that's the beauty, by the way, the of what of we're doing is you yeah. can say, you know what, not today, math. It's just not today. We're not gonna fight through this.
0: Yeah, I, like good example yesterday. I just it wasn't working. Like uh, it was on my side. Like I just didn't feel it. I didn't feel it that day. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what, I'm gonna pull something off of the stack. That's a little bit later in the week. That's a little bit more fun outdoors. Gets us outside. We were outside doing chalk and painting and drawing shapes mm-hmm. and doing numbers on the, on the sidewalk. Cause I just didn't feel like sitting there and reading another Berenstein Bears book <laughs> or doing math manipulatives. I didn't feel it. So well, right, I, you have and,
1: to be really creative quite yeah. a bit, right? You're, you're trying to constantly make things interesting and fun for her. And yeah. sometimes we all wear out a little bit and yeah. we need to change something up.
0: Yeah. So just start, don't worry about an ideal situation. It's not always going to be pretty but we know you can do it. We we know you can do it because we did it. And yeah. all these other people have done it and all these other families are doing it you and they don't need all having to be special. T-
1: you yeah. don't need to to be a, a a super academic type. I mean, it's you love your kids, you want the best for your kids. You're going to you're going to connect with your children as you teach them. We have found a deeper level of connection with with our daughter through teaching her and, and you will too. You just just got to get started.
0: Well said. Thanks for joining us today. Um, we will have some links in the show notes. We will also have some posts on our Facebook page, on our Facebook group, Homeschool Together Podcast, and also check us out on Instagram, Homeschool Together Podcast. There, where we're going to get to our favorite part of the show. Um, All right,
1: our favorite segment of this week and every week, as they say so on my favorite what are we podcast, into? Yeah, what Pop are we Culture doing? Happy Hour. So, what is it? So, I wanted to talk. We, you know, we started this episode with the the. Infamous Julie Bogart, and I'd love to talk about her again. So is her book *The Brave Learner*. I'm not a big nonfiction book reader. I mean, you, Matt Smiling, he reads tons of nonfiction books. He just finished, you know, like a 1,100 page tome. But for me, I don't read nonfiction like this. And it was recommended that I think one of my Facebook groups said, "What's the best homeschool book you've ever read?" And it was like hands down *The Brave Learner* over and over and over. So I checked it out, and it's it's bringing magic into your homeschool. I think that's the roughly the subtitle of the book. This book is so inspiring. If you are nervous about starting, just pick up this book and read it. She's so wonderful in that she includes not only her successes, but her failures, how she regrouped, what she learned, how you can have a a magical and happy homeschooling relationship with your kid. It's all told through practical stories with real examples. One of the things that came out of Julie's book was the art caddy, right? So it was having art available for your kid all the time. So my, you just. My,
0: my beloved art caddy. Yes, I love it.
1: Right. That was our garage sale uh, craft storage caddy yeah. that we filled with all kinds of art supplies. It's,
0: it's so beautiful. I have all the art supplies. The four year old will leave the table. Alex Honnold, our little one-year-old, will start climbing up the chair, and I have just enough time to put it all back into the right. caddy and take it away by the time she gets to the top. Right. Julie recommends putting it on the table
1: yeah. so your learner can do art at any time, and that would work <laughs> if you didn't have a climbing one-year-old. So, you know, good for those of you that don't. Um, but <laughs> so it, it's wonderful because she doesn't just say it's not all theory. She actually gives you practical examples of things that you can do that are great ideas. This is the kind of book that I feel like I'm going to reference throughout my children's uh, homeschooling lives. A book that you'll come back to. I'm absolutely going to come back to because it has, I'm seeing like applications for it now. And then I'm seeing applications in five years and 10 years. I just read a chapter before we started this podcast. I'm rereading the book because it's just that good uh, about teenagers and how to connect with them. So I feel like it has something for everyone at every level you cannot go wrong, go over to Amazon. There's a link in the show notes. Pick up The the Brave Learner by Julie Bogart. Thanks so much for joining us today and making us a part of your homeschool journey. Please engage with us on social media. Join our Homeschool Together podcast group on Facebook and find us at Homeschool Together podcast on Instagram. We'd love to hear your feedback, questions, and recommendations. Until next time,
0: happy homeschooling.